G'day punters, welcome to the Mailbag Sydney preview for the Chelmsford and the Tramway at Randwick. Uh, it's a pleasure to be joined by Mark Sheehan and Mark Roden. Mark Sheehan, I'll start with yourself. The Chelmsford this year, the 2020 edition, uh, can you summarise it in a couple of words in terms of how it compares to, say, previous years that you might have called? Um, well, I think it's on par with last year, but um, a couple of years before that might be a little bit different. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a head-scratcher to me this year. Oh, Mark Roden, I'll jump across to you. Uh, we'll talk about the Concord for all of 45 seconds or so. Uh, Nature Strip, do you have a price associated with that galloper? Uh, I've, I haven't finalised it. I came up with about $1.70, $1.80, so I'm, I'm not packing him, but... Um, I came up with a theory last um, last autumn, last spring sometime, that he about one time in three puts in one of those through the roof runs. So if you ever get three bucks or better, you've got to be on him. But don't take uh, don't <laughs> don't take less than that about him. That that takes no account of the opposition. That's just um, just thinking about nature strip because he's such a head case himself. But uh, you know, Joe Pride's declared him on. Reckons ball of muscle's going to lead it, which would be pretty decent effort for a ten year old if he can manage that. But we'll <laughs> see. But um, if the sparks are flying, it sets up a right for uh, for Gitra. There's nothing wrong with his figures or form. Um, and um, fast run thousand might suit him first up. I think last time they did clash ball of muscle and uh, and nature strip ball of muscle actually jumped about a half a length in front of him, and then was jagged back. So, yeah, right. And now he's drawn inside. So uh, there is a possibility he could hold him out early there, which would make life interesting uh, for nature strip certainly. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. But I remember this race last year, I actually backed Nature Strip. He'd been trying sensationally while I, at that stage, seemed to have the key to him. Um, or something had clicked and, and leaders were winning all day and he was about five to four and they, they dragged him back. They decided they were going to get him to settle and he settled about fourth in a field of six over a thousand metres. He had no chance. But um, uh, I'm sure I'm not the only one with a Nature Strip hard luck story in the country. There's, a, there's been a few over the years. I think that's fair to say. Uh, for today's preview, we'll be looking at the Quaddy Legs races six through nine. We'll start with the Furious Stakes over 1,200, the Group 2 for the three-year-old fillies. Mark Sheehan, I'll start with yourself. Uh, is there anything in this race that takes your fancy? Um, well, I think Henry Hart's trial well. She's probably short enough odds now, but um, the good draw gives her a good chance. And uh, I thought Stella Pauline wasn't hopeless here either. These two clashed in a group race leading up into the Golden Slipper where Stella Pauline, I think, was ridden upside down, did a lot of work in front. Um, I quite liked her trial coming in before a win, at, and she only did win at Hawkesbury, admittedly, but uh, they'd go out in fast time and um, she settled off the speed. So I'm going to spec her at the price and back hungry hard as well. Okay, sounds good. Mark Roden, for yourself, anything in race six? Uh, pretty similar. I think uh, Hungry Heart looks, you know, she looks a really nice filly who's... Uh, going to go to another level this prep, but I, th I think $3 or thereabouts is short enough. Um, I like Stella Pauline a bit too. Um, soft kill first up in that Hawkesbury race. And Mark touched on that clash they had back, uh, her and Dame Giselle, uh, back in the autumn when she started. Very short price favourite, Stella Pauline that day. Um, so there's always been a bit of a, an opinion of this filly and with this, you know, maybe maybe that will have tuned her up that put, um that Hawkesbury um, soft kill and at the, at the price differential, it could certainly entertain her. And funnily enough, the other one I'm interested in at a bit of a price, one at Hawkesbury that same day, Chianti, um, Chris Lees. Uh, I see uh, Nashville Willers riding it. I think it was McDonald rode it first up. They just sat three wide on it first up, it, obviously in a much weaker grade, but um, 
the instructions seemed to be just keep this out of trouble and it'll beat them, and it did. Um, she looks to have gone, or she at least looks to have the potential to go to a new level this prep. And drawn the inside with Nash at double figure odds, I'll spec her as well, probably. But yeah, um, betting wise, probably Stella Pauline and Chianti, but um, do have Hungry Heart and Dame Giselle ahead of them in my market. Yeah, I've got Dame Giselle and Hungry Heart marked just slightly longer than what they're currently at. The horse I found a little bit shorter was Vangelic, which yeah. I fell into a couple of times last prep, and there was a few cases especially in Melbourne where it was just seemingly slaughtered in the run and thought the trials are okay. Um, it's a horse that I'll be wanting to get a positive push from Rob out of the yard, but certainly I think the horse seems to map particularly well. And I thought the, the run in the Percy Sykes was actually pretty decent. So that's the way I'll just be going. I think in that race, it does look a tricky start to the, to the quaddie there. And um, we'll go to race seven, which is the Chelmsford group two over 1600. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself. There's a heap of stayers here. There's quite a few first up, quite a few coming from the trials. Did you find anything out of the trials that uh, caught your eye? Probably not from the trials, no. I think they've they've all been just whacking away at the one speed there. Uh, probably Natura hasn't really grabbed me. I thought she'd probably tried a little bit better last time in. Looks a race with not a lot of speed, which would probably suit Angel the Truth, but he is coming off a heavy 10 mm. back to a, a dry deck, and he's only ever won a maiden on the dry, so... I just found this race a bit of a head scratch. Uh, I've gone a little bit wide with Mr. Seawolf. Um, just think he ran okay. First up, he's been back to the trials and trial okay. So just think with Nash from an inside draw, my posse up there. I think Shan Ambition's probably got great potential, but I'm worried he's going to come from Barry 15. I think back on a dry track, he'll improve immensely. So that's the way I'm going to go at this stage. Not sure about Avilius. going to have to go right back to last probably needs it a little bit wetter nowadays so I'm sort of leaning away from these two favourites Yeah I tend to agree with that um, I had some time for Zabrowski first up at a massive price but there's no spoil the price here uh, I was prepared to have a very very small bet on Finch if it got out to a little bit longer I think $16 is a bit skinny at the moment I think we'll get much better on the day but I just thought given the lack of speed in the race the horse has trialed okay is a strong stayer first up I thought might be able to get something out of it there but Mark Roden for yourself did you find anything in race seven? Oh it's a mess I, I, I thought I'd found a couple Mr Seawolf was one of them I um, last spring he started his prep a bit later but he, he ran second up in the Shannon at Rose Hill um, and won um, when they rode him a bit closer, and I think the booking of Nash, good gate, second up, that signals the intent to be put in a race. As you said, there's not not a lot of speed on paper. I expect him to be pretty close, but you know, and he's he's around the eight dollar mark. It's, I mean, it's arguably backable, but it's not one you'd be running through brick walls to get on either. Um, Angel of Truth has the negative that Mark mentioned. Um, could be a wet tracker. Avilius, I think, will be last here. It, it, I, I don't see where else it goes from that barrier. Um, Natoya um, has an incredible record at the Randwick Mile and won first up last time with Hugh Bowman on. Um, didn't like its last trial at all, though. Um, there's just I could I could make a very strong case not to back every horse in the race. <laughs> it does look one of those races, the Chelmsford. So we'll move on to race eight, the tramway, which is over the 1,400 metres. Uh, Look, there's a, again another field which has a number of horses that are coming out of the trials. Mark Sheen, I'll start with yourself once more. Did you find anything heading into the tramway that you thought might be worth a bet? 
Um, trial-wise, uh, college trial without the blinkers, so a bit hard to get a guide on her. Rock's trial, okay, been ridden up uh, at his last trial, and uh, he normally does pretty well fresh. Um, Van Girl trial in Queensland, wasn't asked to do much. Opacity was a bit disappointing, his last trial, I thought. So, yeah, trials have been okay, nothing flash. Sure. I think this is a really hard race, uh, just as hard as the previous, I've got to say. Um, I'm going to give Colding one more chance. He was in the car park all the way at uh, Ramwick last start. He was facing the breeze uh, in a fast pace, four and five wide. Did a lot of work. Um, I'm prepared to just uh, forgive that run and uh, from a softer draw, maybe spec him and look like Elvis, uh, another one who, of course, had the flashing light on last start. Jockey change here. Might position up a little bit closer in the run. So I think it's a dreadfully hard race, though. Mark Roden, for yourself. Uh, yeah, totally agree with that. Um, look, just in round figures, I've got a length between eight of them at the top of my market. So, um, yeah, very, very hard race. Um, I, I couldn't have Dreamforce's favourite, to be honest. So I, I might spec a few here, and just to mention a few names. Uh, Dragon Leap, the, who made sharp improvement uh, one of, to become one of the best three-year-olds in New Zealand uh, last autumn. Had a, had a sort of bowl round trial over at home. I mean... Bit of guesswork in this, but he, he's a nice horse and his double figure odds. I could spec him. Uh, looks like Elvis off the almost barrier trial first up, he just wasn't tested at all. Um, 1400 should be ideal now and hopefully a bit closer in the run. And the one I liked on a dry track, um, who I think won first up last time too, was Graceful Glamour down the bottom, uh, led all the way at Caulfield over 1400. That she'll attempt to do something similar here. She is just a dry tracker only, so I could spec her at close to 20 to 1 as well. Yeah, that was the way I ended up going, was graceful glamour. I've got plenty of time for that mare. And as you said, one first up last prep. thought the trials were pretty solid. They were okay. Uh, so I was prepared to just try and build a book around it and then colding at the double figures. But, yeah, again, it's another very iffy race. And yeah, one that do I'll you think she leads Dreamforce or do you think Dreamforce leads? <sighs> yeah, it's... I. I, I, I put them together, but I, Dreamforce, I mean, Graceful Glamour's um, got form over further as well, whereas Dreamforce yes. is a seven furlongs a mile horse, so he theoretically should have more speed if they're desperate to leave, but they, they might not, I don't know. But she'll be up, she'll be first or second, I would say, in the run. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't maybe, think it's maybe too she's better pace. Maybe she's better when she gets complete control, but um, yeah. she's 20 to 1. Yeah, exactly. Uh, race 9, we'll finish off. With the benchmark 78 over 1,200 metres, there's a couple of scratchings with Julian Rock and Fender coming out. Uh, Mark Roden, I'll start with yourself. Anything in race nine outside of the favourite? There's probably the favourite and the second favourite are probably going to be the, the two that have the most most opinion around. Um, I guess probably the first question with Mask Crusader is where did you have it in the map? Uh, forward, I think yeah. they, yeah. I mean, that day he sort of made his name in Sydney, T. Berry just took, the race by the scruff of the neck. I would think they would let Buck and Beauty go if they decide if Buck and Beauty wants the lead again, just let it go and sit second. Um, that said, uh, I haven't got him odds on. I think he's the best horse in the race. Just with the, I mean, he shouldn't be too hard a ride for Brock Ryan, but just on paper, it's a minus jockey change. Um, he's a boom horse as well, so you're never going to get any great value about him. I'd, how short do you mark him that you want to take a dollar seventy? That's the that's the question I asked. So 
it is sort of him or no bet. Ice bath, I'm sure I'd be interested in Mark's thoughts on ice bath and all the talk was that um, she needed the run first up and still went very well. Probably rather see her at 1400 now rather than 12, but um, clearly the, the danger in the race, as the market is telling us. The one I'm interested in, I think he maps pretty ordinary, but um, uh, is Quantico. I, I've got a bit. I, he looked really good winning first up last time at um, Newcastle, then wasn't as uh, wasn't as good in Brisbane when he dead heated second up. Then they gave him a freshen up again. He was very strong late in his trial under under no real pressure. I think he's got a bit of ability, but um, so I could entertain him at double figure odds. But where he goes from that wide gate is the question. I think Mark so. Sheen, you're a rat for Ice Bar first up. Are you sticking with that galloper or are you sided with Mask Crusader or have you found a different angle here? No, I think Mask Crusader is obviously the one to beat if he turns up a little bit fitter and uh, is ridden a little bit more positively. I think he's just got uh, untapped potential. I think obviously Ice Bath looks the danger. Uh, she'd only had a soft trial going to that at Gosford, so... It was probably like another trial, really, um, got back and, and just ran out of condition. So she looks a danger to me, and I agree with Mark that Quantico, well, he just has to be ridden back. He's only got that short burst, so uh, where he gets to in the run is problematic here, but I, I prefer Masco Shader and Ice Bath as the two. Yeah, it does look the, the way there in the last. Uh, look, we'll just jump into any best bets or best lays that either of you have found. Mark Shan, I'll start with yourself. Um, I thought Hardo trial quite well in race number one. Um, Buck and Beauty's a dual acceptor there, so I'm not sure if it'll run there, but um, I think Hardo's done enough. I is resuming off a long spell, but uh, on the limit here, I thought she was pretty hard held by on some pretty good horses in her trial, so from a, a good positive draw there, barrier two. She does do a little bit wrong in her races and trials, but uh, I think she's got a lot of potential. Sure thing. Uh, Lays. So I'd have to go around uh, Angel of Truth and the Villiers. I'm sorry, in the uh, Chelmsford. I'm, I'm going to lay both of them. Might end up uh, with the arse out of my pants, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. I like it a lot. Mark Roden, for yourself, do you have a best bet or a best lay? Uh, I'll stick to a lay at this stage. Um, and I might take a two horse approach like Mark did, but I'll do it in the tramway. Dreamforce and Vanna Girl, they're um, <laughs> first and second in the market at this stage. And if they stay there, I'd be opposing them for sure. I don't have them. I have them down the list of it, to be honest. So, um, yeah, I'd try and get both of them beaten. Sure thing. And I'll be just sticking with race six. I'll be throwing out Vangelica, the double-figure quote at this stage. That'll be, the I think, the one proper bet I'll be having on that Randwick card for now until we get an idea of how the track's playing and get a bit of intel out of the mounting yard. Thank you very much to you both. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, may the punting gods be in your favour, and we'll catch up on Monday to review it all.